Building 100, a sacrilegious word that is thrown around by academics and students within the city of Melbourne. So what actually is it? Why is it such an iconic building and what does it actually do? Today, we unravel the miscellaneous behaviours of this boxy building on Victoria Street. Roll the podcast. The Bubble Wrap Podcast. Let me in. Welcome to this week's Bubble Wrap Podcast. So we're having a new guest this week. And let's welcome Ooh. Regina. Hello, hello. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, what do you do? Who are you? I yeah. am an interior designer. I studied at RMIT just like all of us here. And yeah, I'm currently in Melbourne, although we're in lockdown. So it's sort of the Ooh. same everywhere. <laughs> How is it like being in lockdown again and again and again? In Melbourne, it must uh, be tough. I feel like we're all used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. But I think it's a bit annoying in a sense where when like, stuff opens and then in less than a week, you have to go back into lockdown again. Um, then you have to reset. And it's, yeah, it's just yeah. very annoying. Yeah. It's about readjusting yourself. Mm. Readjusting that. Yeah, so this week, we're going to talk about something special and something really chill. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. So yes. we're going to talk about life in Building 100 in specific, the, the design hub. Um, we're going to talk about this sort of, um, this series of behaviors and how do we, like, so we started off with asking ourselves these questions of what does Building 100 means to you? And how often do you go to the Building 100 before this whole lockdowns um, and COVID situations? And starting from Reggie. Okay, so I think right off the bat, I'm just going to say that um, unlike you guys who are like architecture students, I don't spend a lot of time in Building 100. Lucky you. <laughs> Not because I don't want to, because I can't. Um, mm. Well, there are a few reasons. Um, number one is it's really hard for me to find a a space or like a computer that I wonder why already being owned by other people (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I feel like it's really crowded and also Mm. like I was telling Megan this before but I really envy the community that you guys have in like the architecture cohort like Mm. how you guys are also like supportive and you guys like help each other out in building 100 I guess that sense of community is not there in my course specifically so I feel like for me there's no I guess there is a point in being in building 100 but like I would rather much stay at home so I think building 100 to me it's probably just where I attend class I Mm. print stuff have my mental breakdowns. <laughs> have my presentation. It just don't work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much. Yeah. You should never use it for other reason other than class. <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> I think that one is something um for a further question that we can discuss about later. But I think going back to that um that thing you said about how. Um, there's no, there's not really a sense of community within the interior design course. Um, would mm. you say that? Um, I guess the the reason why that is is because there's not like like you said you don't you can't really stay in building hundred, but is it because you don't really need to as well? 
because you know uh, maybe the interior design cost it's not as group work heavy or like um the people the people just don't really like to blend in the building maybe again like you said it's they are get they get intimidated by um a lot of other other causes mental breakdowns um people hogging computers like you said earlier which we can also talk about that later uh yeah like would you say you have like a close group of friends during your time in uni because i know you're working now at the moment um, yeah um i guess it i do have like a smaller group of friends that i can work with well in uni but i wouldn't say that it's as uh united if i may mm. use that word as like mm. the architecture course i would say well it's a very strong word but i would say that the environment or the demographic in interior design can be quite toxic i don't Ooh. know because that it's predominantly females or i don't know Ooh. what it is but it's just very toxic where like obviously you want to help people if they need help but like yeah i think most of my friends in first year we all found out that sometimes people just make friends with you to you know for their own benefit like they'll mm-hmm. get close to you and then they'll like ask you to help them with some work or like they'll ask what your idea is and then like the next day you go to class and they are literally presenting what you told them your idea Ooh, was. Yo. And it's, just, it's very frustrating because it's like you know you come from a good place and you want to help them but like mm. it backfires mm. i guess in that wow. sense that's why like it's very different and like I guess it's it's good for me because I found a, a closer group of friends, a smaller group that I can actually trust and like we do work yeah. together. But yeah. yeah, like as an extended course like you guys like I really envy that because we don't have that. Or at least mm. I don't have that. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think just to follow up on that, like I can honestly say that the architectural cohort is like it's I, I feel like a lot of them come from a really genuine place because like I feel like the course itself is so um so intense already that just adding on more toxicity wouldn't help the situation. So I think a lot of people mm-hmm. um they really understand what others are going through and when you can help, you really try to help. So I guess in a way, um like my group of friends or our group of friends has always been the same amount and everyone at this point of time is still very close knitted because everyone has been through like at this point of time three of us we've been through like five years of the same uni of, of the five years of the course and it, re- it reached a point where we know each other's habits we know like what kind of music the other person likes and yeah i guess it's really interesting because i never knew the interior design course was toxic per se yeah, like, no one has I ever mentioned knew this that. i mean yeah. i wouldn't I'm, I, I don't want to speak for like the whole course, but like yeah. I just, I guess based on my experience, it's not like I wouldn't like that kind of environment. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. But it's great that you found what you, like your preferred way of studying and then, you know, staying yeah. if staying at home works and at least, you know, you still can say that I have maybe four or five group of friends that I'm still, I can still put 150% trust in. You yeah, know? and that's, that's great because yeah. going to work it's harder to make friends. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> one of 
What about everyone else? What does building 100 mean to you? Um, for me, it's, for me personally, it's quite different. Because like, like coming from a very Asian perspective once again, so for mm. those who know, I came from a very traditional Asian side of family where it was about, te- it was about teaching you to get back the value that you're, you're spending on. This is why I would have, I would have <laughs> said this is why building 100 is, for me, it's like a convenience store where I was trying to get wow. a lot of daily supplies for me. So this is, this is what I was trying to do was, hey, we are actually lack of um, toilet rolls. Guess what? Uni has that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god and, oh my god yes and and, and so sorry if um, any sort of students and security guards are listening to this but like this is what asian students do but like so if we lack of this um extension card for example i actually get one and just didn't know it because <laughs> sometimes mm. I, I i do because I, I bring that back to my like as in back 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 home and i and I appreciate how school was being so generous mm. and giving, like not, like, not really giving, but more like there's no one wanted and throw on the bench. So, yep. being used by me. So, so just saying, like if, to me. if there is a tutor or someone of high authority listening to this podcast right now, I just want to say we are sorry, but <laughs> not really, because we paid a lot. And we I think we, yes. we deserve yes. at least some toilet roll or like a spare <laughs> keyboard or mouse. Just yes, saying. Okay. And we are, we are we are on our last sem of our masters. Yes. So what are you gonna do? I'm not in. I'm not in. Yeah. We are, we, I and I paid my school fee this term. So guess what? I'm not paying that. <laughs> so guess what? Yeah. You can't catch me now. I'm graduating. Convenience yeah. store. That's so interesting. That's a really nice way to put it. Right. What about you, Meg? I have to agree with Danny. It is kind of like a convenience <laughs> store. Now I think about it. But also like what Regina said, like the community, because well, I don't I don't know about other courses, but I noticed that a lot of people studying other courses they would go to like RMIT building 10, which is like the mm. study hub mm. to to study mm. or do their work. But then architecture student would just remain in building hundred because I think I don't know about other courses facility like facilities and their building, but I guess building hundred has everything we need, like Yes, I will go to Building 100 to work because there's free heater and I could save some money at home. That is <laughs> or true. like paper or like sometimes when I'm lack of material, I'll just go look at Building 100. If anybody yes. have leftovers, yes. like bigger table. Feel <laughs> yeah. that strongly. Yes. yes, I guess it's like that sense of community knowing that when you do work there and if you have any like problems or if you're stuck you can just like find someone easily and just seek for help yeah Mm. Mm. oh it's my turn um i think building 100 to me or like i guess to all the listeners that don't really know what we are actually talking about feel like we should have introduced that earlier but building 100 is the architectural faculty for rmit students so it's this it's this box it's this weird boxy building that sits at a corner of Victoria and Swanston Street. And um, like, it's really iconic in the sense where it sits there and because it's on the main road in Melbourne, you can see it from quite a distance away. And, but it does kind of look like a prison jail kind of, it does give off prison vibes. Um, Building 100 to me, it's kind of like, uh, I will always remember it as the, the building for me when I was in Melbourne in the sense where 
Um, I didn't take foundation in Melbourne, so I came in straight away as a first-year student. And um, our batch specifically, we didn't get to use the architectural facilities in Building 8, for example. We were straight away transferred into Building 100, which is why, like, for me, if I were to say, like, what is the building to look at in Melbourne, um, like, you know, most people would say State Library, um, the Shrine of Remembrance, maybe even Melbourne Central. But for me, I would strongly say it's Building 100 because that was where I spent three and a half of my uni life in excluding COVID lockdown. But like every single floor, every single corner has been interrogated by me because I think all of us spend so much time there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think it's, I think what Justin has said was very, very, very true. As in, because a lot of us has been, as in, no matter where you are from, architectural background, interior, we spend most of our uni time there, and that that is a very good, as in, good point for us to segue with our next question, where we talk about how, um, where we talk about what are the, what are the lifestyles our life, life habits, like what Justin has said, that you do, you do in the building. And do you have any preferred corners or preferred floors or room in particular? Mm. And, and any fun and personal experience that you want to share? And tea time. Anyone? Tea time. Floor is open. No one wants to start. Danny can start. Yo. <laughs> Guys, don't be so shy. I mean, I'm so sorry if once again, if any one of the Tilda and guards are listening. I would have said a lot of because one one of my pref, really prefer side or prefer floor were were the lost and found corners. You know how so so for those who don't know, so each floor there was just this this racks where it was a lost and found counters where <laughs> there's a lot of like very kind people donating stuff and leftover uh, leftover materials on the tables when they left the building. Mm. So. For me, it's always about um, treasure hunting, I would have said. So, because I tend to go there and like, imagine I need a stapler. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, I'm picking back home, but I'm saying that, yes, it solved my problems because I, I do found solution there. That was yep. where I bring in, bring in issues and they give me solution. They give me <laughs> alternative choice. So it sounds like a Wikipedia thing. But yes, that, that, that corner really helps me a lot. And especially like what Megan said was, and as you, you do know architectural students waste a lot of money in model making. And I'm saying that like, because I have spent so much on balsa wood on these materials of cardboards. Mm. And guess what? We do need to recycle some of them. And by that, I, what I did personally was if I have extra balsa, which I which I no longer needed I tend to put there because I know that there will be someone needed as in the material to use so I do that the same to find some spare materials yep. too yeah so in, 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 a, in a good sense I, I think in a good sense was about really having this community to share I would have said yeah. an, an exchange gift centers kind of thing <laughs> yep. and yeah th- I mean that was my preferred flaws so yeah. anyone else I think on the contrary, like you say you spend a lot of money on balsa wood, blah, 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 right? But I have to be honest, I've rarely spent money on models making materials. And I think it's because maybe what you've placed there is what I took. 
And, you know, in a way, you've given me the opportunity to make models at a really low cost. So I think I need to thank you for that. But I think I really want to hear um, Regina's perspective on this because like she said earlier, she doesn't really spend a lot of time in building hundreds. So like, does this building actually have any sort of like sentimental value to you? Like, do you have a preferred space within there that you constantly mingle around? Um, I wouldn't say there is a specific place, but I would say that definitely there is some sentiment value there because, you know, I spent my degree there. It's where mm. I learn a lot. I got upset. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to agree with Danny about, you know, like kind of like lost and found, but also not really. It's, um, I don't know if this is good or bad, but like, I would go from like the different rooms and how like you know there are partition walls. I would mm. look for pins. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Then I can relate for that. my next presentation. Because yeah. every time someone they're like, oh, can I borrow your pins? And they like take them and then oh, they yeah. never give it back. And I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. To get I annoyed when like your pins don't match because you take other people's pins I and like do. sometimes there's like yeah. a bigger and a smaller one i try to just get like the black ones or the, oh, ones yeah. Yeah. Or the colored yeah. ones yeah that's true yeah make i think my favorite corner <laughs> depends like it changes every semester i think it depends on where my classroom is but i think the most memorable one was level four room six room oh. no six i think i told you Close. this before like that's like i would be like i'm gonna go back to my crib if you want to find me <laughs> level four room six um i don't really remember why i spent a lot of time in that room maybe because every every single of my friends are there or maybe it's because it's near the computer lab or maybe there's a cow mm. there because i remember we would like blast music in that big gigantic oh. screen yeah we got called off by the by people as well. And I if I'm not mistaken, we actually didn't care. We continued to blast it at like three, four in the morning. I don't know. I, I, maybe I think so. I think just to follow up on that, I do remember why it was level four, room six. Um, like just to shed some light, um, like what Megan said earlier, it depends on where the classes are during the semester. But there was this one semester where a lot of our classes were on level four. And um, Andrew, like I had a, I, we have a friend called Andrew. Like him and I, we had a specific design studio in that in that room, and it usually ends kind of late. So you know, being architecture students, after class we don't really stop and go home to rest. We continue doing work because we are rushing deadlines. And then in a way, because the both of us stay in that room, we start to gather our own <laughs> tribe of people tribe of room four or room level room level 406 people and then it reached a point where we practically do a lot of stuff there we i think we did models there we we did digital modeling in there as well i think there was one point where me and my another friend andre we played Fortnite in there <laughs> it, it was it was an experience but like i think like what megan said as the years went by i don't know if this is like a like a level up kind of thing, but like as the semesters grew longer or like as the semesters grew, um, like what's the word? Like as, as we grow more into the degree, 
I realized that I started to go higher and higher in terms of levels. So like in year one, I was very stuck on level four. Year two was stuck on level four as well. But once you hit year three, I started going to level five and then level six. And then to a point where I think I reached level seven where all the big boys are. And then like maybe it's sort of like a, it's a hierarchical thing where when you're in year one, you are scared to enter level seven because that's where all the big shots are. And then like when you reach that point, you're like, I'm the big shot now <laughs> and I deserve to be here whether you guys like it or not. Because I, like, I would like to hear you guys' experience on level seven if you do have any because I remember going up there for the first time and the atmosphere was so much different. Like everyone was yeah. so quiet. It was very mm. cool and everyone looked professional. Then you would go to level four and you see people like making models out of balsa wood, like, like what Regina said. You see people having mental breakdowns and then from a year three perspective, I was like, that was me. <laughs> and like, it's not me anymore. I grew up and I'm like, you know, it's sort of like a semi-proud moment for me. You know what Justin has exposed like by, by coincidence without him realizing? Was that I I I wonder I, I was wondering why when I was level when I was like when I was on my third year and everyone left like no one goes to level four and I was ditched alone there <laughs> and I figured it out I figured it out like because they went up without telling me and guess what I was stuck with these babies and then they were like actually that's true actually that's true you keep staying in yeah, level right? four yeah. I remember I, that's you how know, you know all the juniors no yeah. no one no one tell me guess what by level <laughs> like, by by like by, by getting seniors and getting into like different years of architecture you actually move up level ups no one tell mm. me that and guess what I stay in level 4 and I was forced by forcing myself to blend in with the younger ones when I'm not it's like hey you know you know about this Tilda I was like bro I've been getting his class for 3 years so what uh. do you mean so nothing can surprise me anymore and all my friends were gone because they were level up they were like level 7 like what Justin's, Justin has said like m- maybe um, Megan was on level seven or level six too, and I was staying in level four. And that, but is you not- made new friends. Like you made a lot of junior friends, and then you became the popular kid in Building Hundred. Everyone knew Danny. No, Everyone you know was why? like, "Where's Danny? I need Danny's help." And then I was like, "Damn, you Danny, know why? Good job. You know why? You know why? That is another way of me getting trade. So True. I can trade. I can trade more material." now by having more friends ah right. back to the Asian ideology again it's one full circle cost. we're exposing ourselves in this podcast guys Saving but it's okay curves. yeah and I think all these good really good memories like like I think there was definitely some parts where we really don't like about schools or certain days that we really yeah. don't like about the facilities or like what like what um, Regina said earlier was like some people was hogging on the computers like they mm. just don't leave and they came there and you can see like that was like five days of this rubbish that was packed up and or, like stacked up like when they were not leaving the space and not especially leaving, on Sundays especially on Sundays so I think this is also this is a very good point where we can segue to our like next questions was how can like so if we were to give this um, building 100 a rating sessions, so rate, we rate this building based on its sort of like overall hygiene, and we rate based on its facilities of the building, and we rate it for the overall staff rating, the blue shirt people, the security. The and, blue shirt people. And yeah, tell us more. Like, like what, what would you give as a rating for this building 100? 
like I would want to hear from Regina to share us. Okay. Um, I think overall, like it's not a horrible building. Like it's you know it's got four walls. It stands out. It does what it needs to do. Mm. Um, so I would say like it's well, it, it can be a bit like stuffy inside. Like I remember every time I go up to like one of the floors, I can always like like one of the levels always smells really bad. I can't remember which one. <laughs> I think it might be level four, but Oof. one of them no. always smells bad. No. <laughs> I might be wrong. It could be level five or six, but there's always one floor that smells bad. And I think because like there's no air ventilation in there. Um, I think I would give a score of maybe like six, seven. Like, you know. It's yeah, above different. average. Like I wouldn't go there like, you know, because I want to, but like it, it serves its purpose. Mm. Yeah. I think the rating depends on like what time of the day and like which day. If you go on Sunday night, it's the worst. Oh my god. The cleaning the the people who clean building hundred, they don't come to building hundred to clean during the weekend. So so that means that whatever whatever is like whatever, all the dirts and whatever, they're going to like prolong until Sunday night. So if you go on Sunday night, the toilet smells the worst and probably there's no tissues and stuff. The rubbish bin is the fullest. Because Danny took it all. (laughs) You went to the girls' toilet, Danny? Wow. No, I I have ghost spice, the juniors. Uh, True, true. The human connection, yeah? Trade. (laughs) No, but sometimes I question the hygiene there because there'll be days where I was working in building 100. Like there's, you know how there's like tables in front and at the back and there's like computer facing each other and in the middle, mm-hmm. that's where all the wire is. So there's this one time I was working and I saw there's this apple between the computer. It was like half eaten. There was the core there. And for some reason, they didn't clean the middle part. They just clean like the keyboards and stuff. So I've been seeing that it. apple there for Whoa. like a few days and it's so gross. <laughs> you never so, yeah, know. It's questionable. You never know. That might be a good material for me. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. I might need that one apple one day. One man's trash is another man's treasure. I, and exactly. another man's model. <laughs> Do you guys exactly. remember... When we're working late, there's a few cleaning uh, cleaning workers that work there. And I think because we work there long enough, we kind of recognize this, who the workers are. And I remember some, like there's this one guy, he is so rude to, to us. Do you remember? He's like yeah. quite tall. He listened to his radio like he really loud. his radio yeah. really loud. I remember him so well and Yo. I didn't really like him. Yeah, uh, there were a few. Like there was another old lady as well, which if you guys remember, yeah, she's quite nice. Yeah. She's a short, nice. tiny old lady. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, um, these people are pretty good. I would personally say I think I've reiterated this in previous episodes, but I love building hundred. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if people resent me. But building hundred was like the place for me to go seven days a week. Yes, it sounds very pathetic, but Honestly, I really enjoyed my time in Building 100 because um, I had all my facilities there. 
like what Megan said earlier, sometimes I would go there not to study. I would just go there to use the Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi is fast. I game with my friends in Building 100. We, what we did last time was we had our games on a hard drive. And because there are computer rooms in Building 100, we literally set up like an in-house LAN party. And it was like four to five of us in one whole row gaming until two, three in the morning. It was the best time we've had. Yes, hygiene wasn't the best. And maybe we were part of the reason why it's not that clean. And I'm sorry, but you know, um, it's like memories like that were really, I'm really appreciative of memories like that because a lot of people have told me that once I graduate, like I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself as much as I did in uni. Like I know we... This, this is a bit off topic, but I know that we always complain during uni. Oh, it's so stressful. Everything's so hard. But then from first person experience, a lot of people say that once they got out of uni, life is so much more boring to them. Mm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's a bit of a uh, a very weird tangent. Uh, what was the other thing you were saying, Danny? Elaborate more on your overall staff rating. Oh, blue shirt people. I like the blue shirt people. Oh my God. You love them. You know why I like them? Because I just think of how much they earn <laughs> sitting there. And I was like, that should be me. I feel like but, half the time they're not even there. Like they still are, get paid. their little booth is there, but there's no one standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Like I, I do find that. I do find that. Like, and guys, just don't just just to clarify one thing. Justin Chong didn't get paid by saying good things about RMIT, yeah. He, this uh, video wasn't not sponsored. sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored by RMIT because the, the way that Justin Chong has explained, like it sounds like yo, RMIT best. RMIT you can, do it. Great. You can pay me if you want. I don't mind. We can talk behind <laughs> closed doors. I'll send you my email. But yo, for, come on, man. Building hundred, man. I like yeah, it. Danny. Like, for, for me, building hundred is like like really like what um Megan has said. Is based on daily basis. I That's would true. The, 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 the rating like shift really badly and really good. Like as in, I really like weekdays, not gonna lie. Because weekdays people, like, so, like no, not much of students coming in, only architectures and interiors and landscaping. Like we know that we are belonging to RMIT. This is why we like, like, mm. I, like I like the weekdays building 100. But on weekends, guess what? mention some group of people but they do have like some people that came into building specifically which i feel like bro like i'm here to hey, let's talk about that let's talk about that like, like, let's I'm, spill some no, tea on that i i am here to work and i do find a bit distracted uh, yeah like not 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 to lie but like and i am because some of them were my friend i'm so, so sorry to say that for those <laughs> who are listening so for those who are listening you guys are welcome it's just that i i don't feel right myself that's it sorry no what? offense no offense no offense but like, because it does disrupt my working schedule is like in, 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 in certain aspect because mm. I was here to work first and I tend to use weekend to catch up all the sort of works that I was leaving with the weekdays. So this is why for me, weekends need to be very efficient and I need to spend it on point. And by having more friends coming in, good. It sounds good. So this is why the like, like weekends for me rating for building 100 were just really low, like 10, 20, out of 100, mm. yeah. Because <laughs> they just distract me and they just, Danny, I want to talk to you. 
yes yes yeah but can you not talk to me now talk on me like some days or like give me a <laughs> give me a call but like just don't distract me from work i know you want to talk i wanted to talk to i want social <laughs> not now not now but and for the hygiene wise mm, this building gave me a very like mind blown my blown off um impression on the hygiene issues like what some people has mentioned earlier it does get really really dirty on certain days such as week like such as weekend or sundays i would to be very specific but i remember there's one days where i i don't know like any one of you guys been like into the sunday before open day or like weekends before open days like they we, they no. tend, they tend to have a lot of stuff started suddenly so loving the school started cleaning up uh-huh. just to just to arrange all the tables and make sure the, the, the marketing and the, the image of the school was retained during the open days. And this is why I was like, bro, I, wa- like, I wasn't seeing this much of cleaning stuff, like this much of people that, that was like handling with dust. Like, no, not, none, none of them had appeared on like new, normal like academic seasons. But on the day or the week before open days, guess what? Marketing time. Then they started mm-hmm. packing up. They started like wrapping up and packing up. Make sure the build level four don't smell anymore. <laughs> make sure, like it, and make sure it looks good. It looks good. Aircon will cool. And I was like, bro, bro, like seriously, like you, you guys are putting on a show. Yeah. To 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 pub, like to audience and and I really like. I would really appreciate if there was this videos play on the open day itself, saying that. Guys, you guys are this like di- like you guys are like putting on show. Guess what? If you check the locker behind, you can see dust there. Oh, the this lockers. is where they dump it. Yeah, <laughs> this is where they 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 soft lock all the rubbish in. This all this were just put ups. This this were temporaries. This is this is not how building hundred works normally. So yeah, this is this, this is what I would say. It can be good, but it can be really bad. And for us, especially for us, I do get. Like I, because I can't say much with the stuff because I do know some of the blue shirt people that was really good friend of mine. Like they do a pretty decent decent jobs. Oh, like oh, uh, this is a lot of. Danny, were you sponsored to you're, say you're, that? You're you're treading on thin ice, Danny. Like no. sure. <laughs> I, I you know I have this inner struggle whether to tell him the truth nah, but but nah, uh, it's an yeah, open but, podcast. It's an open podcast. I, yeah. I bet I bet those blue people are not gonna listen to it. So I'm just gonna speak yeah. So like what like what Regina has said, some people were not on point at specific timing. Like like and and I was like, bro, I need technical support. Like you guys were hired and paid for that. And guess what? I can't see mm. anyone when I go to that corner in particular. And they say they they say that they set up like was it two stops per level? Like it was like a front and the uh, the one that near the, the stairs and the one that near the leaves so like there was like mm. two two blue shirt people per per sort of level that I don't know I don't know I don't see them enough who's <laughs> <laughs> the point the shade actually that yeah. makes sense I feel like they always sit at the end of each level and doing their work in their computer. I thought they just liked the space, but I think they're actually <laughs> supposed to work there. there. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned. Yeah. Honestly, I've never really like engaged with a blue shirt person because I think one of our friends, again, shout out to Andrew. 
he's super tech savvy and like every time the printer breaks down every time like I need the help with lockers and whatnot he's always there to help me and I don't know how he figured it out but I think like he is doing a lot of stuff that the blue shirt people are doing but he just wasn't getting paid he should be hired like I'm yeah. not even joking Andrew I mean it's too late now on, like big honor to Andrew for those who don't know and sick Andrew Chong like follow his Instagram called Ching Chong Chinaman <laughs> <laughs> but like he is just next level of tech, yeah. like being technical. Like I, I personally experienced like getting lockers got locked, or like I was I couldn't get. Oh yeah, he knows the master and code. Some, somehow, somehow that he knows, he was like, "Danny, don't tell others. I'm telling you this." And he just do some. He just put on something, and I was like, I I wasn't paying focus, and suddenly the lockers was just unlocked. Yeah, like, our yeah, friend knows the master yeah. code for the lockers. It's very impressive. <laughs> This is yeah. very impressive. But yeah, we, we are can, throwing him no, under we, the bus at the moment. But yeah, we, we can say that because we are graduating. Yeah, just just to yeah, let that's you all true. know, we are we are graduating. So this is why, like, if we are staying in the university for another year, I wouldn't recommend we taking this much of offense because people might look out for us. It was like, hey, Justin Chong, you were the one that says that the blue shirt doesn't work. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> like, oh, I'm just gonna uh, stay focused on you. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know yeah, anybody. Yeah. Nobody yeah, knows I, me. No, no, no. The, the Asian ways of saying no is like, yeah. sorry, I don't speak English. I don't speak English. Oh, oi, 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 oi. <laughs> oi. I don't speak English. <laughs> you, know, you know, you brought up a really, like something that, you, you brought up something that um, like spoke to me just now about, you know, bringing friends in and wanting to, sorry, this is a bit of a, a pulling back, but like, um, you know how you said about bringing friends in during school hours? I think that all falls bec- all falls down to because building hundreds not accessible during weekends unless you have like the specific key card and in a way that kind of makes us feel superior in some way because it's like I have access to this building yes. and a lot of people they, the only way to get access into it is through us and then I think um like it's fine but then there are some days when like what Danny said earlier he wanted to do work but then like there's always like people calling saying Danny can you let me in Danny can you let me in and then like I guess it reaches to a point where um, it gets a bit too much because like what Regina said also earlier that sometimes some days there are just no space to work yeah. and like I don't know if it's because mm. we let in too many people in or like we there's no there's no like i don't know like it's weird because yes we we have the power to let people in but then in a way what then said earlier they are our friends it's really hard to say no yeah. to let them in so like but then again it does make you feel a bit elitist because it's like yeah <laughs> you rely on me <laughs> and this only happens in like week 11 week 12 when they have exams yeah yeah I, I think megan was it you that mentioned that you know some people that study in building eight or the 10, the library. But I think as the years go by, people start to realize that Building 100 is a pretty sweet spot to study because of all the electrical plugs and the, the convenience store. The convenience store, yes. The convenience store. I think maybe because it's because it's 24 hours or That is true. Because I true. think mm-hmm. other buildings close at 12. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, they took away that that advantage right building hundreds not 24 hours anymore i mean it's covid now you're in lockdown no one can access it anyways yeah did they take it away i'm not too sure i think so i think someone said i think we had a friend that said he got kicked out at like 2 or 3 a.m or like even before that's me 
<laughs> yeah, this that is, is that is your girlfriend. Is, that is not your friend. When so, like this year, I remember I went to Building Hundred for group work at night, and I didn't know that they uh, will kick you out after twelve. So yeah. that's how I found out. So yeah, sad. that's me. Ah, uh, hi, Meg. It's, it's it's so awkward now because Justin has. Has has hey man, hey man, no 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 no. Treat Megan as his friend, friends only, yeah, friends. So, <laughs> Justin, do you want to make any explanation right now while you still can? All right, before, I'll make an explanation. Having... Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, I'll make an explanation. This is a perfect segue into the last question. <laughs> if you if you were given the chance to make a change in building hundred, <laughs> what would you do, and why would you suggest it? Like this is, I guess, this is something for the future. Generations to like maybe be aware of or look out for, or maybe something that you think that the authorities of RMIT should imply to make the experience better. Like anyone wanna take the floor? Mm, I personally really like the cafe. Not gonna lie, the cafe that used to be mm. running downstairs. They closed it down. Oh, they closed it down. This is why. Like I, I really like the people there. Like it's just that to, to what to what I known was a lot of my friend was telling me they were no like not much of people and customers was going so this is why they were forced to sort mm. like close down this is why and I I do find it's very hard to get food supplies as in like as in imagine you're gonna get a meal like like for like the nearest was like Audi let's walk. go like no no not Audi Audi food <laughs> but, but but like hey, I'm, I'm saying a proper meal I'm saying a proper meal. So you need to walk down the street, as in like a, a street distance kind of thing, where it, it tend to be hard during specific weeks when we are watching mm. works, I would have said. And I, I really appreciate how the cafe has worked by giving the opportunity of me getting a breakfast before I start the day. And be, like without me really getting out of this, like the buildings to get like really far coffees, even though they are mm. good, even though they are good. But I, it's just that I didn't really have this time to do that. And mm. I really appreciate how it used to have, but it has not, uh, as in it has been closed down. So I think it's location. Bad, but... Maybe it's the location that is not bad. It's not yeah. great because it's located like right behind. Yeah. Everything else and, and, and like it's, it's really hard for and, yeah. And it's underground. It's underground. So, like less people would explore that area. I would have said unless you are a very dedicated like yeah like, person that will go to this specific cafe. Because or else if you walk on the street, you will not. You will there's Correct. a high chance that you will miss mm. that building just because how secret or how corners that it was placed. Mm. Like it like not much of people could have just take like willing to spend five more minutes by walking down the steps to take a look and saying, Oh, there's actually a cafe there. So this is why. And I do 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 strongly agree with what just there said. The location of it was very important. But I it's just that architectural study one, feasibility yeah, study guys yeah 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 permeability is how easy it can access from the streets yeah but mm. but yes if, but if you give me a chance i would really 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 want to bring that back really you open now when you go back <laughs> oh i can set up a business there yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. why not yeah. i Danny. feel like i've heard you propose this before like you wanted to we set up a future coffee Was station it you? yeah something like that yeah yeah we yeah. just like, yeah, we just provide to people. Anyone yeah. else? I guess I can agree with like not having access to like food and drink. Like 
there's a lot of other buildings in RMIT that have vending machines. Yes. For some reason, Building 100 being, well, what it was used to be a 24-hour mm. open building. Like, it doesn't have a vending machine at all. It's just very, it's so weird. Like, you know, like, it would get the most money out of that, I would think. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think level one needs a lot of help as well. Ooh, level one. Level one is literally my nightmare. <laughs> like oh, every time, every time I go there, I know I'm gonna spend at least two, three hours there because it's either the queue is really long or the printers are oh, not working the or yeah. the ink is nowhere to be found. The yeah. security guards are not there when you need them. It's literally just yeah, like me and my friends, like whenever we need to like print something before a presentation we always allocate like okay we're gonna be there for at least like a couple of hours so let's go a bit like earlier yeah. or like let's go later like because we know that people won't be there like it's very it's very strategic the way we go yeah. or we'll like go right early in the morning because we know that they refilled the papers and things like that but yeah there's like i feel like there was never ever a time where i printed something in level one and it went smoothly there's always uh, something that goes wrong <laughs> you need an andrew yeah. <laughs> Where, need whoever this andrew was i needed to meet him four years for us and- Aki, like i guess our group of people it's a bit different because a lot of us print in the middle of the night and yes, most of the times it goes really smoothly because yeah. we know that when it reaches the morning, it's going to be chaos. So then chaos. we just print at 3 or 4 a.m. Yeah. because we are yeah. there anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's always like, I remember one time I wanted to print from one of the bigger printers and I can't remember which one was it. What, what, were, what were their names? Like Dorothy Lucy or something? Captain. Oh, Dorothy. Lucy. <laughs> oh my God. I remember it was a, it was a girl's name. Yeah, it was either one of them and like one of them didn't have like the blue cartridge ink. Yeah. Like ink. It's not just like the ink you buy from the store. So like, and the other printer for some reason wasn't working. So I had to go like up and down the different floors and like steal the cartridge from oh, yeah. another printer from the other floor and like bring it down. Yeah, it was just a, yeah. the whole journey. <laughs> Andrew did that too. <laughs> yeah and then the printer jams and you're like trying to like fix it with like no help yeah. at all and it's like pitch black at night yeah that's true what about you Meg? speaking of printing i Ooh. just remember like for the past two years i've been using regina's account because yeah. she has free printing <laughs> Ooh. She, yeah. yeah i wanted to Wait. yeah I, I i wish that they actually gave design students free printing like we already pay so much school fees and we need to print like for uni anyways it's not like out of our own like wanting like it's part of the assignment so Mm. I feel like like, I don't know how much I spent for the past four three years and then like in my final year I finally got free printing because um I was a staff but like that that one year was not enough it wasn't enough to Oh, no. overweight all the three years yeah and then i just like let everyone use my printing cards <laughs> you are like robin hood and we appreciate you <laughs> it doesn't work anymore <laughs> unfortunately yeah. i mean you don't really need it anymore because everyone's in lockdown everything's online anyway 
Yeah. I wonder what happens to all the credits we get, you know, at the beginning of the semester. Like, does it all just disappear when we graduate? Yeah, probably because you can't use your, you probably don't have your student number anymore. Yo, that's that's true. so sad. Wait, that's so, so sad. if school does open, you should just go in and just print random stuff and just like spend all of it. I think that's like $400 for me to yeah. use and I'm not even I, there to use it. Yeah, I have 300 400 too. Yeah. Just feel free, Megan. <laughs> yeah. I think you have like 1200 bucks to I spend. I think I on... still have 100 something too, so. Yeah. With online print, studies now. Print your folio or something. Yeah. <sighs> I, I think for me personally, there is one thing that I really wish Building 100 had, which was actual private rooms. Because I think, that again, in, I think oh, yes. we've mentioned this in previous episodes, like the walls are not um, properly sealed and you can literally hear what the other room is doing because like there are actually air gaps in between the, the walls. And then like that sucked because like if you really needed to... Um, do a proper meeting or discussion with maybe a group partner or someone online. It's really hard to do so when there's so much noise happening. And then like, um, yeah, that's one thing that I thought was really lacking in Building 100. And I also think another thing is, I don't know, they need to find a way to brighten up the space. Again, it just feels too much like a prison. It's scary when you go onto every floor and every floor looks the same. Like you have buildings like building AD, building eight, building 10. Everything's designed so meticulously and so with so many colors. And then you enter building 100. Ironically, the design hub, it's the least designed ish and it feels it's just made out of steel and um, frosted glass. And I'm like, what's up with that, RMIT? Yeah, two things. Wait, but it's, I'm oh, sorry. No, it's, no, 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 no. Like, Megan, you go on. Like, but I just feel like it's kind of sad because, like, it does get really scary sometimes. I don't know. Because any one of you guys been to, like, level one at, like, middle of 2 a.m., 3 a.m.? Like, you, you do know... The lights are off. Ha- yeah. When oh, the motion sensor light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the so scary. <laughs> you have to, like, so wait. Scary. You're like, I'm still here. <laughs> Yes, I'm still here. And the Sometimes the light will close so off. Yeah, you'll be like... No, the uh, worst part is, I don't know, I, this is just me saying, but the worst part is if you are on the alley and then your side is bright and then the other side is dark, right? And then what oh, if, yeah. what if suddenly the other end suddenly starts to light up and then there's no one there? Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, 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 that is going to, no, that is going to turn the show from comedy to like some, some horror films. Oh, yeah. I pay to, to watch the, that. Yeah. Building 100, not just torturing you mentally, but also yeah, physically-ish. Yeah, Megan, what <laughs> are you going to say just now? No, I just have a question for Regina because she's studied interior design and obviously Building 100 is for both architecture and interior designer students and because most architecture students use Building 100 more than interior designer so I was wondering like as an interior designer student do you guys dislike us from hogging a lot of things I mean I wouldn't say that it's only architecture students because I really don't know like it could be like I don't know landscape or some other faculty but I would say that there's always like majority of 
those group of people always yeah. <laughs> they're always like rendering on the computers and like oh yeah even like it's not wrong but like you know even if they're not there they have like some 24 hour long video to like keep the computer on so yep. it's quite like frustrating if you actually do need to use like mm. a computer like for your assignment or whatever so yeah. i wouldn't say we dislike it's more of just like it's a space that we all need to share yeah um but i feel like i'm not getting i'm getting like the short end of the stick <laughs> all right that's true one thing that i feel like rmit has done well is there was a certain year where they started to just lock these kind of computers off like if they don't see someone on the computer for like half an hour they make sure to lock off the computer and just let the work this let the work like disappear cuz like in a way they are trying to make a statement saying that if you're not going to be here you do not deserve to hog these computers and i thought there was something that rmit um succeeded in doing so like there's one point like i remember this story where um I knew someone okay who hogged like four computers and like the I remember the video they used was either Gandalf or the Forever Fireplace like <laughs> these two are really iconic the nodding Gandalf yeah. and like he came and he he set like some renders and then he left to go to bed the next day he came back and all his work was gone and he started freaking out And then a lot of people that were currently, and then he was asking the people using the computer. He was like, "Oh, where, like where, where, where do my work go and all that?" And then they just, they just straight up told him, "I was saying like, you cannot hog the computers. You do not deserve to use this." And like, good luck. And then he was like very frustrated, but then he couldn't do anything. And like, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." <laughs> you tell him. Yeah. Did you have this experience too? Like, I was there's this yeah. one time, I found a computer. It was already like closed and everything, so I just use it and log in. And then suddenly, while I was working halfway, this person came to me and be like, "Why are you sitting on my chair? Like, did you, did you just close my work and stuff like that?" And I was really confused. I was like, "No, when I first came in, it was already like log off, and I'm just using it." Mm. And I think probably one of the blue shirt people they close this person's work, and I happened to like log in afterward, and mm. and he thought I closed it, and he started to like get really angry at me when I was just sitting there, so confused. Like it was already locked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. But now it makes all sense. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they put a really snarky note, which I really love. Like the blue shirts will put a note saying that, um, thirty minutes. Like I like they will put in a specific time. Like you were not around the computer from eleven twenty to like eleven fifty, and because of that, we are going to lock you off. Blah blah blah. Just please be considerate to other people. Blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, you tell them. At least that's something that the blue shirt people are doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> this Good. is what they get paid for. Yeah. <laughs> Just to stitch up everyone's. Computer. Okay, it's worth it. I would say it's worth it. What they're doing. Yeah, I think. We all having a really good time and very good conversations here. Really good time. And really good time, yeah. Like yeah, like <laughs> like we are. But just just reminding, we are not sponsored, so not yet. All all of this, yeah, not yet, and all of this come from our sincere heart. So <laughs> thanks for all. Th- thanks for all the feedbacks. Thanks for Regina for joining us this week. And. Me. Yes, and do we have anyone else wanted to add on? If not, we will see you guys on next week. Barbara Podcast. 
the Bubble Wrap Podcast. Let me in.